Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com. Trusted by millions. Trusted by America's team. And by Omni. Omni Hotels and Resorts, the official hotel of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Victory Monday! Now your hosts, Haley Sutton and Brad Shan. Welcome everybody, we're claiming it's Victory Monday, even though it's Victory Tuesday, it's Victory Monday! <laughs> Playoff edition. Thank you very much for being with us. Uh, we're still going because the Cowboys are still going on into the divisional round of the playoffs. And uh, the Victory Monday fan club is here. Thank you always for being here. Thanks to all of you who have come out to join us at Cane Rosso this evening in the Star District in Frisco. We will be uh, ha- having a show next week on Monday back across that little bitty street right there at <laughs> City Works. But tonight we're back here at Cane Rosso. We welcome all of you who have come out. Thank you for uh, talking yourselves one more day into it being a different day of the week than your calendar says. <laughs> and uh, thank you wherever you're joining us on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. And uh, say a big hello to Cowboys tackle Terrence Steele. How great to see you. Thank you all for having me on. You bet. We, uh, we miss seeing you in uniform almost as much as you miss being oh, in uniform. Yes, but we'll get to that. But we're delighted that your rehab's going great yes, and, and that you can be with us uh, tonight. As you can well imagine, the players who were on the airplane that landed about a quarter to three this morning. Uh, they, they need a little rest because they have worked. Been, they've been working. They've been at it today, and, and they'll be on the, on the field tomorrow. We're just delighted Terrence could be here. And hello to those of you streaming whenever and wherever on DallasCowboys.com. Those are the little boxes there, T. Those little boxes. Gotcha. Those are people so. streaming us. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I liked your little, like, disco point. Sure, <laughs> they're good. all right there. <laughs> they're all right there. So um, we were visiting Haley and I with Terrence when he got here and sat down. Uh, and, and, you know, you just forget. Terrence Steele is, has very quickly, in less than three years, become the kind of player, and certainly has been this year, uh, that is just, and especially at his position, so good that you almost forget he's there until he's not there. And then you say, what are we going to do without Terrence Steele? So I think my first question is, are you surprised that you have gotten to this point fairly quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm honestly not too surprised, uh, just based off you know, the hard work I put in um, just in the off season and uh, really every day. I try to make the most of it every day. And uh, just the success has come this far is just – been a blessing, but I'm not surprised by it. So. All right, let's talk about how you're doing. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Doing <laughs> awesome. Uh, just in uh, rehab mode. You know, just trying to get my my knee right. Uh, that's been going really good. Um, think I'm a little ahead of a little ahead of schedule, but this it's been going really good. Uh, I, I had to ask Terrence before we went live here. Uh, tell me again what game it was because it the season's just been, it's flown yeah. by. And yet, so the Houston game, so it was like a month ago. Yep, yes, sir. 
Michigan. And it feels like six months, yeah. doesn't it? It's, it's flown by. It's flown by. And so how have you adjusted mentally mm -hmm. to watching the team get through the stretch run and go on into the playoffs? And yeah. I'm sure you're sitting there watching on television saying, but that's supposed to be <laughs> me out there. Yeah, no, you hit it around the money. Um, it's definitely take – It'll take some adjustments to, you know, get used to just watching my team on TV while I'm sitting at home. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm obviously proud of them. You know, I love my team to death. Uh, it's a privilege, you know, just to watch them, you know, do their thing every every Sunday or whatever day it is they're playing. So, but uh, it's been good on me mentally. Uh, at first it was kind of hard, but, you know, um, you just got to be, just got to get over it. You know, it's, it is what it is kind of mentality and uh, just move forward so is it going to make you stronger you think oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. what's been the most challenging part of this whole process i know you're only a month in mm -hmm. but it's not being up there with my boys every day uh, in the meetings and you know just lifting it's just little small stuff like that um that can kind of get m mundane throughout the season that you kind of miss when you're not there anymore so so th this is how th the season goes to me it's it's the ups and downs it's like roller coasters and lifetimes and and it seems like something I read about, not something we saw, mm -hmm. that the last time you played Tampa, mm -hmm. you had four false starts. Yep. And, and my vivid memory of the locker room after that game mm -hmm. is Zach Martin grabbing you yeah. and, and explaining to you how you're, you know how good you are mm -hmm. and we know how good you are and don't let this game get to you yep. how to tell us about that whole process that's that you hit it around the money um zach you know he's always going to be there for me uh give me words of encouragement um yeah he said we're gonna need you moving forward so you know just kind of wipe this off the slate and learn from your mistakes and um you'll you know you know what kind of player you are and you know how much this team needs you so yeah uh that first game you know it, it is what it was and i changed it after that so a and am i correct that you did not have another false start the rest of the year May, you have may, one, maybe there was one. One sprinkled in there somewhere, yeah. But other than that, yeah, I, I think that was the only one. How do you do that? Uh, it's a mental focus. Um, just before every play, you know, kind of reminding yourself what the snap count is and, um, you know, keep reminding yourself, keep reminding yourself, you know, every play. And uh, it just comes, it's really just comes down to mental focus. So. so before the year, Zach reminded me of this um, – I don't know if it was the day you got hurt or a week before because you'd been playing so well. Mm -hmm. And Zach reminded me that he told me in training camp, Terrence Steele mm -hmm. is the guy who makes our running game go. Yep. <laughs> He's the guy who is our conscience. He's the guy who is our – not him, who's a six-time <laughs> All-Pro, not Tyron Smith, who in yeah. training camp had not yet got – Terrence Steele yep. is the guy who's our conscience – our enforcer, and um, and and here anybody who has heard you, the people who can see you now, you're so nice. Yeah. You're just so <laughs> pleasant. And so, how is it that you're the enforcer? Yeah. Um. It's just a, a mental switch you got you turn on when you hit the field. Um. You know, it, it's straight business between those lines as soon as you touch that field. Uh, that's I don't know. Just that's just kind of my mentality. You know, I kind of want to be the enforcer. Uh, I want to have my teammates back. Um. I want to get out there and set the tone, you know, early on, um, you know, just and I feel like the, the team kind of pick up on it and, you know, feed off the energy. So that's just the kind of player I want to be. Did you think you were that guy at Texas Tech? Yeah, for sure. Ooh, I love that. So why do you think you weren't drafted? 
Um, multiple reasons. Uh, Some of which you really don't want to talk yeah, about right now. Really. <laughs> everything worked out. Everything worked out the way it's supposed to be. No, I can't. I mean, I'm blessed <laughs> to even be here sitting with y'all, um, working for the Cowboys. No, it's just a dream come true. So I'm super blessed. Were you Were you disappointed uh, in 2020 when draft the draft came and went? And you mm. weren't. Um, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't be, uh, you know, expecting to be drafted? You're not. But um, it definitely motivated me and, you know, sparked the fire in me to, you know, prove everyone wrong and be the best version of me I can be. And I feel like it's kind of been transpiring over these past couple of years. So. As a former college walk-on, I can respect yeah. that. I respect the hustle, right? I appreciate it. I want to go back to Zach Martin. She played soccer, not football, <laughs> just in case anyone. Technically, it's that. football. It is. Technically. It is. <laughs> Uh, but I want to go back to Zach Martin. We had him on the show a couple weeks ago, and he was, like, giving you just glowing reviews, mm -hmm. talking about how much he enjoyed the mentorship aspect, the relationship you guys have built. Yes. Uh, just kind of talk about how instrumental Zach has been for you throughout this process, what his mentorship, his mm -hmm. brotherhood has meant to you. Yeah. Um, Zach, like, like I said earlier, you know, he's always in my ear, you know, giving me positive comments, uh, just asking how I'm doing every day, even – since I've been hurt, you know, I see him almost every day. He's coming up to me, asking me how I'm doing, stuff like that. And um, some I just do on my own. I kind of just watch him. I just kind of watch how he goes about his day. Um, you know, what is he eating? You know, how is he taking care of his body before practice? You know, what's he doing after? Um, how is he taking notes during film? Uh, just small stuff like that. I'm trying to just, you know, soak everything up um, as I can with him, Tyron, uh, Jason Peters, you know, everyone in that room, so. How's it special to learn from those three guys yeah. who are probably future Hall of Famers? Oh, yeah. No, it's <laughs> definitely a blessing to be in that room, man. It's a lot of knowledge you can suck up from them. And so, you know, when, you're, when you have grandchildren mm. and you, can, you take them to the Hall of Fame someday and yeah. you go by Tyron's bust yeah. that will be there and you can say to them, you know, I got hurt this one time and it, it took that Hall of Famer <laughs> to replace me. Yeah. They couldn't find anybody else. They had to move him from the other side yes, sir. to replace me. I mean, do you think about that? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Uh, no, it's a big shout-out to Tyron for even making that move. Uh, that should be noticed, too. Uh, played probably 98% of his career at left, and then for him just to make the move to right, you know, it's awesome. So, um, yeah, it's definitely pretty cool. I'm only, I'm only somewhat kidding because he, he, he did play right tackle his rookie year, then mm -hmm. he's been a left tackle ever since. Mm -hmm. So in the last month, have you said to him, hey, hey, Tyron, let me just tell you a little something about how you might want to use your footwork here on this There honestly play. hasn't been much. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, he's like a mirrored image from, right, from left to right. Uh, it's insane to watch. So uh, I'm actually taking notes on how he's doing some stuff so I can add it to my game. So it's been cool to watch him uh, play my position and uh, you know, kind of see how he's working things and pass pro and run blocking. So it's been pretty cool. Would you give him pointers if he, if he needed it? Um... Yeah, he asked me a little bit about uh, some personnel um, before Tampa, so I gave him some insight on that. But other than that, yeah, if he needed anything, I'd for sure, you know, give him whatever tips I can. And and me before nervous. we, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and before we take the uh, the first break, you mentioned uh, Haley mentioned Jason Peters, who, you know, when, when mm -hmm. you went to training camp, you had no idea Jason Peters was going to be your yep. teammate. Yep. Uh, how ha and I I think if he never played it down, yeah. what he did for Tyler. Smith oh, yeah. was worth whatever it was that they paid him. Yeah. But how has he – I've heard Tyler Biotish mm -hmm. uh, talk about how Peters 
has helped everybody, yeah. all of you younger yeah. players. In mm -hmm. the, how, how has he done that? Yeah, Jason Peters is awesome. Uh, a great, you know, kind of deacon of light in our room just to, you know, go up to and whether it's football, life, whatever, you can go up to him and talk about anything. He's happy to help. Um, whatever he sees, you know, during practice, uh, during film, you know, he's not going to be afraid to, you know, tell you what he sees and what, you know, some correction could be. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's an honor to have Jason Peters in that room. Um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. What a master class for you young guys. Like Haley said, they have three Hall yeah. of Fame players yep. in that room. Um, okay, we're going to take our first break. And we're going to talk to Terrence Steele about uh, uh, how he got from Cibolo, uh, Cibolo, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. How he got from Cibolo to uh, the most indispensable part of the Cowboys' <laughs> offensive line and uh, the road ahead and uh, lots to talk about, the playoffs and everything else. Terrence Steele is our guest. We'll be back at Cane Rosso uh, at the Star District in Frisco on tonight's Cowboys Hour.
to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons. Welcome back out to Kane Rosso here for the Cowboys Hour on Victory Monday. Victory oh, Monday! I got no class. Victory oh. Monday! You guys were sleeping! What was that? <laughs> you guys are gonna have to practice when we come back from our next break. Cowboys Hour is presented by Albertsons. When it comes time to shop, for tailgate favorites, go to Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off of your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jersey. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. My goal is to have these memorized by next week. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> so good to have goals. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have goals. Okay, so um, we're delighted to be here with uh, Terrence Steele, Cowboys offensive tackle. This evening, and I love to retrace the steps. I think especially with offensive linemen, you guys get, unless you're like Zach or Tyron, a first-round draft choice, mm-hmm. um, you can kind of come in way under the radar, yeah. let alone as a free agent. Yep. And then people don't pay any attention until the next thing you know, you're three years in and you're starting, and, and they all say that you're the guy who's the glue of the whole thing. Yes, sir. So I remember... Um, well, first, 2020 is your rookie year. Mm-hmm. What a horrible yeah. rookie year. <laughs> yep. COVID, yep. no camp, no no normal bonding of forming a team that you've been used to since you were in high school. Yeah. Just how did you do that? What was that like? Yeah, it was strange. Um, COVID testing every day, uh, wearing masks, no training camp. Uh, yeah, it was all really just a strange experience. I didn't really get my first normal, uh, quote-unquote, normal year until 2021. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was – it was. I mean, I tried to make the best of it, um, not really knowing exactly how everything went, but I mean, it went good, I think. Um, there's always uh, a little bit of uh, – well, I say always. My experience is there's usually when a – college free agent becomes a really good NFL player there's there's usually some interesting twists in the road that got him to where he is Mm -hmm. we've talked to Peyton Hendershot I know Haley's talked a lot to Peyton and he's you know that that's a one great example so how did you get here where else might you have been yeah um so I started off my high school career at a um outside it's called it's called Cibolo Steel it's outside of San Antonio um yes we got the same last name I've get told that a million times but it's basically your high school name yeah, the school much. for you while you were still there Very <laughs> exactly good. exactly yeah. exactly but yeah uh did high school there and then um i went to uh texas tech uh 2015 registered in my first year and then started all four years there um okay hold on hold on a minute was that is that um who's the head coach who recruited you it was kingsbury, kingsbury? yes sir okay so how many other places recruited you mm-hmm. um Probably six or seven, but uh, yeah, just when I visited Tech, uh, you know, I kind of fell in love um, just with the atmosphere, you know, the coaching and uh, just the campus, you know, the city, uh, and it was not too close to home, but not far away. It's kind of in that sweet spot, so um, it checked all the boxes, and um, I wouldn't change anything. So. Yeah, and I ask that because um, the, those decisions that we make early, mm-hmm. Uh, that that we just think like yeah that's the that's what made sense but a lot of times we look back on it and we say that was like an important yeah. development in my life my life might have been different mm-hmm. if a different decision had been made yep. so was anybody else 
serious uh, in your view, or was it kind of always tech? Um, yeah, there are a couple of teams that, that really wanted me. Uh, just uh, BYU, they were like the first you know, school to offer me. Um, Oklahoma State really wanted me. U of H really wanted me. UTSA, um, since I was a San Antonio kid, they really wanted me. Uh, tech, obviously. Um, yeah, just those are a couple just off off the top of my off the top of my head that I remember. So, so were you thinking about pro football then? And here's why I ask mm-hmm. that: um, you go to play in Kingsbury's wide open offense, yep, and and that is not necessarily what you'd think of as the blueprint for an offensive lineman mm-hmm. for the NFL. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, we were an air raid offense, uh, spread. No. Throwing the ball probably 95 times a game. Uh, so, yeah, um, I got a lot of, uh, you know, pass reps there. Uh, but the, not much run blocking. And the few, the few <laughs> run blocks say. we did, I, I try to make the most of. So, yeah. Yeah, this was going to say, how do you, when you're in a situation like that, I mean, did you, I, you had to have known going into it that that's how it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So how did you kind of discern and kind of put yourself in that mindset of saying, okay, like this is what's going to happen when I get yeah. to run block, I'm going to. Yeah, uh, whatever they call it, I was out there just blocking. I was just happy just to be there and just wanted to, you know, just be the best person I could be for my team. So, you know, run past whatever it is, I just wanted to make the most of it. So, so were you thinking pro football at that point or were you just happy to be going to college and playing ball? To be honest, when I first got there, yeah, I was just happy to be there. And then, you know, um, just as I was working out, uh, you know, just kind of learning more and more, uh, I was like, you know, I could really make something out of this. So um, that was really early on, probably like my redshirt year. So that kind of lit another fire under me, uh, just, you know, just, just to be the best version of me I can be, um, taking my nutrition, my education, um, you know, learning the game of football, just all very seriously. So, Was there a coach or a mentor who led you in that direction? Or what, did you just kind of look at it and say, wait, I could do this? Yeah. Um, Kingsbury was really, really – no important for my development. He was really cool. Um, my online coaches, I had a couple of them that, you know, helped me realize my potential and you know, brought the most out of me. So definitely those those people. Okay, so where'd you want to play in the NFL once you figured out, okay, I'm good enough, I'm going to go play in the NFL. Where'd you want to play? It's obviously yeah. not Dallas was not what you were thinking about. <laughs> the look on your face, I'm going to guess either Houston or New Orleans. No, nah, I grew up, so I grew up a Tennessee Titans fan. Okay. Uh, don't, don't. No, did you have did you have like family who'd been Oilers fans, and that's why? No, so I was born in New Mexico. Okay, they didn't really have a team there, so right. the second state I, I lived in was Tennessee. So I decided to run with them. So I feel that's somewhat valid, but okay. So no, hey, it's completely valid. Yeah. So given given three wishes, yeah. you might have been a Titan. Ah. Uh. It's nah, okay to can. say it. Yeah. It's okay to say it. Because you're not. These, are, not like, these yeah. are. This is your safe place. <laughs> yeah, these are exact, safe people Exactly here. right. You don't have to. Maybe you, in another life, but I love Dallas. So now, yeah. Yeah. now, now, now that you got here, yeah. yeah. So okay, so twenty, you go through that, mm-hmm. and I remember what whatever there was of training camp, which was all right out here mm-hmm. in private. Yep. Um, and and media could watch like from buildings or a distance, that, yeah. right? Yeah. And and so I noticed early because those are the practices that we get to watch really or training camp. So I noticed early, you were playing a lot with the first team on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I started asking some questions, 
And then it became clear when the answers were vague and nobody really wanted to talk about you as the first preseason game got closer and then the regular season, mm -hmm. I thought, they've got plans for this guy. They don't want to talk about him. They don't want anybody to know about him. Yep. When did you know that was the case? Um, probably when I was probably like the first week of camp. Uh, kind of, you know, just they were throwing me in rotation in the one. So, I was like, okay, just make the most out of it, you know, give my coaches all the confidence in the world that I can possibly give them. So, yeah. Okay, so you did enough of that. Mm -hmm. You made it through – we all lived through 2020. Yeah. And now the, the restrictions going into 21 are kind of halfway between here and what was then, except that you won one of the awards yeah, yeah. from the conditioning coaches yes, sir. for being the hardest worker and achieving the most – in the off season, mm -hmm. what did you do, and what did that mean to you? Yeah, um, so after the first season, uh, it was good, but it wasn't to my standard. So there were some things I wanted to work on. Um, right after the season ended, I probably gave myself like two or three weeks just to you know, just to relax, you know, just let my body take a break, and then right after that, I was right at it, right back on the grind. Um, I go to um, my have like an O line coach, kind of outside of. You know, the Cowboys, his name's Duke Mannyweather. You know, I've been with him. Yeah, very a lot of people are very familiar two, with yeah. him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Been with him for since uh, I've got the Cowboys and he's just been a huge help. Um, you know, just developing my strength, you know, just how my body moves and what what works best for me. Um, yeah, just technique, you know, just knowing the game and just uh, yeah, he's been a huge, huge help. So have you ever had a chip on your shoulder? Because I've kind of just, I don't get that vibe, but yeah. it, to me it just feels like because you've that confidence. Yeah, I definitely always have a chip on my shoulder, especially, um, you know, just being undrafted and, you know, just all the odds are against me, and I kind of defeated most of them. So I'm always going to carry a chip on my shoulder for sure, yeah. Love that. So um, you, my memory is that even in 21, mm -hmm. in camp, you worked both sides. At that point, they didn't want to overwork Tyron. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so you worked both sides. Mm -hmm. um, when do you think you settled into right tackle as being the place where you were going to really excel? I'd say pretty early on in, in the camp of 21. Uh, just all the reps, all the game reps I got from 2020 you know, really helped me uh, just in my growth and being a right tackle. So. I was pretty early on. I was feeling very, very confident in, in playing right. So, and what was the difference then for you coming into this year? Mm. Um, really, just more experience, more confidence, uh, more knowledge. Uh, really, just confidence. Is what it comes down to. So, yeah, I've just been more confident. Really, did that come just from the season you'd had previously, mm -hmm. or just getting those reps? I guess. Yeah, the season previously, I thought it ended pretty well. Just. In, me selfishly speaking um talk it yeah and you uh it. <laughs> yeah i don't know just that and just working my butt off really gives me a lot of confidence too uh just putting a lot of work in the off season um so i can be the be the best player i can be all right so uh, we're going to take our next break and when we come back we're going to tap your memory on uh, playing the san francisco 49ers in the playoffs yeah that happened yeah it's going to happen again <laughs> yes, so we're going to we're going to see what, what wisdom we can glean from you about how the result's going to be different on a Sunday in San Francisco. Cowboys tackle Terrence Steele is our guest. We're uh, at Cane Rosso, Frisco in the Star District. It's the Cowboys Hour. We'll be right back.
to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons. Welcome back to Kane Rosso here for Cowboys Hour on Victory Monday. There we go. See how well you coach them? <laughs> I did. I had to give them a little tough love at first. All These right. kids over here, they're yeah. our biggest fans over here. We love that. Uh, the Cowboys Hour is brought to you by Luke Casey, the official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Guys, we have tackle Terrence Steele in the house mm -hmm. today. Yes, we do. So, obviously got a big game coming up. Mm -hmm. A team you guys have seen before. Yep. A team that has maybe left a little bit of a sour taste Most in definitely. that locker room. Most definitely. Learning that that was going to be the next round matchup. Mm -hmm. What goes through your head in a situation like that? Um, yeah, I think we're ready. Like you said, there's a bad taste in our mouth. We kind of want to you know, get rid of it. Um, and there's no better way to do it at their house. So I'm excited to watch them. I, I want to go back just for a second to set a backdrop thing. Because mm -hmm. you mentioned um, missing being in meetings with guys. Yeah. So what a lot of fans don't realize is when a player suffers a major injury mm -hmm. like you did, they think, well, he goes and gets an operation and he comes to w watch his practice and hangs out in the meeting. But it's not like that. You're hardly ever around your teammates, yeah. right? Yeah, that was actually something I had to get adjusted to. That's probably one of the biggest things. Surprised you? Yeah, no team meetings, uh, no no position meetings, no offensive line meetings, none of that. So um, mainly my days is going in there uh, pretty early, get my rehab in, uh, do that for probably four hours, and then um, I go in the weight room, lift, and then after that I'm done. So, so how do you maintain – you, I mean, you, you have to be more conscious then about maintaining the relationship with your teammates mm -hmm. and your line mates, right? Yeah. How do you do that? Most definitely. Um, first of all, my teammates are awesome. You know, they're always coming in the in the way or the training room and you know just saying what's up to me every day, just kind of checking on me. So I get to see them every day through that. Um, and uh, we have O line functions uh, every week. Um, so I. I make those. Uh, Thursday night dinners? Yep, Thursday night dinners. Yep, those are tradition. Uh, those are all really, really good to go to. Um, yeah, and, you know, I'll meet some of the, my O-line buddies, you know, just just whenever I really want to, to be honest. So they're all really cool. Um, that continuity uh, is, is there. You know, it's, it's, it's cool to be a part of, too. So I ask that so that people have that as a kind of a backdrop to understand that under different circumstances – uh, you would have all been already talking about both as a team and as position groups the experience of the playoff game last year, mm -hmm. and that was the wild card game. Yep. That was the game you just won, mm -hmm. and and you were playing at home, yep. and and they came in and they were good, and they're good again. Yep. But so so now, how do you think that game informs? preparation not just technically not just in scheme mm -hmm. but in motivation and emotion how does that game inform preparation for Sunday you talking about the game we just played no the game last year, last year. with San oh, yeah. Francisco um and then you can address the same question to the game from yeah. last night yeah um the game from last year I think we kind of hit it on just really leaving that bad taste in our mouth uh, I don't think it was the way offense defense or special teams wanted to play um we can definitely be better in all three phases. So uh, I guarantee they're, they're watching that film right now and, you know, they're, they're going to be ready to, ready to rock and roll. So, so is, is revenge, for lack of a better word, is that really a thing for motivation in mm -hmm. professional football? It can be. It just depends on the person. Um, 
I think our kind of our motto, our motto this year is res resilience. So uh, just being resilient from last year onto this year, I think that's kind of where our team's focus is going to be. Yeah, it feels like it's not so much revenge for you guys. It feels more like just another checkbox to get to the ultimate goal, which is the Super Bowl. Is yep. that kind of how y'all feel? Yeah, that and just you know just wanting to play our best ball uh, each week. We're trying to play you know the best the Dallas Cowboys can play. So I think that's kind of kind of what they're envisioning. So all right, so how did Last night's game, you think, motivate, fuel, feed yeah. into what's going to go on this week? I think it gave us a lot of – I think it gave us, like, a big chunk of confidence, to be honest. Um, you know, offense, defense, they were, they were rolling. They were flying around on that field. So, um, yeah, I think it's just going to springboard, springboard us forward into the playoffs. And, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be fun to watch. So We were talking before just about, you know, how well Dak Prescott played last night, but mm -hmm. he played really well because of – how well the offensive line played. Yep. Did you did you kind of feel that, especially with the shift when Jason Peters went out and there was more musical chairs? Yeah, no, the line, no, whatever the rotation was, I feel like they stepped up, you know, made Dak comfortable in the pocket and um, provided running lanes whenever it needed to be. So, um, you know, the team runs through the offensive line, so however they're playing is however it's going to go. So, you know, the boys really did their thing last night. I'm Are you a football fan? Yeah. Will you sit and watch a football game for entertainment? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, so because not everybody is who mm -hmm. plays the game. It's a fascinating thing. Yeah. But so you, so when you watched last night, mm -hmm. are, are you watching, like, critically? Are you just locked in on the line play? Are you looking at the whole thing? How do you watch it? Uh, I'm pretty locked in on line play. I just want to see, um, you know, what the scheme is, you know, you know what, they're, what the blocking is how they're blocking, all that stuff. So I'm, I'm locked in the O-line, and then uh, where the ball's thrown or whoever has the ball, that's my next focus. So. And have you watched San Francisco at all? I have, yeah, just throughout the weeks, just whenever they're on, I'll glance at them. Um, they're a solid team. I'll give it to them, yeah. How do you think they compare to the team you played last year? Defensive-wise, I think they're pretty similar. Offensive-wise, you know, the off obviously um, different situation at quarterback. Um, he's been playing pretty well. That's just the two differences I see. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Oh, and Haley was Haley warmed out of you before we went on the air uh, that I hadn't even put together. You played Brock Purdy in college. I did. Yeah, Iowa State. Yep, he always uh, gave us a good run for our money. <laughs> he's, he's he's a good QB. I'll give him that. What's he good at? He's just smart. Uh, he's tough. Um, you see him back there, he's just confident, willing, dealing. So um, he's been playing like that since since I can remember. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been cool to see his growth. Did he look like the water boy in college too? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, he does. Yeah. So you're not surprised at all the success that he's had? Honestly, no. No, not at all. All right, before we start, uh, before we take another break and start taking some questions from our audience, there's another area uh, of life that I would like people to know about. And have you talk about, you have, uh, fill in many blanks for us, please. You have uh, some kind of personal involvement with the Medal of Honor mm -hmm. Museum that's, yes, uh, that's going on. Tell people about that. Uh, yeah, so we designed cleats. Um, I was able to go up there. Uh, me and Tyler, we were, we were speaking and, uh, in front of some kids. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's just a, it's a privilege just to, you know, even be doing something like this for the Medal of Honor. Uh, Talking about people who, you know, make the ultimate sacrifice for us uh, so we can even play this game. So definitely blessed. You have a 
personal family relationship with the military? Yes, sir. My stepdad is in the military. Yep. So, let's see. And and he has paid some physical prices. Oh, I yes. understand. Most definitely. Yeah. He uh, um, got in a helicopter accident. Uh, lost his leg above the knee. Um, his left leg. Had a bunch of uh, back surgeries. Broke his back in a bunch of different places. His pelvis. Um, lost a finger. Yeah. So. Just to see him, you know, kind of bounce back from that. Um, that happened very early on. Not very early, but pretty early in my life, probably like eight or nine. So um, watching him kind of bounce back from that uh, really just kind of, you know, showed me that anything's possible if you put your mind to it. So When you see that at eight or nine, that is very young, mm -hmm. and it's old enough to make a lasting impression oh, and start to form some, some mm -hmm. opinions. So what, what did that leave you with? Whenever I'm feeling down or, um, you know, just feel like something's not going my way and I'll kind of think of my dad and how he kind of overcame you know the situation he did and uh that it gives me strength just to you know pull whatever, pull through whatever's going on so has it kept you from when you have something like happen to your knee mm. has it kept you from saying poor me no yeah 100 percent. yeah like <laughs> uh he's been through so much worse stuff and just bounced back uh, <laughs> better than ever so that just, he's just a perfect example of, of you know doing stuff the right way and you know, just having that great mindset, and uh, you can o overcome anything. So he's resilient. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly, resilient. Were you surprised, or, or let me not put words in your mouth, when when they presented that as the theme for the year? When did they do that? In the spring? Yeah, it was pretty early on. Zach told me he was the one. He was like, "Hey, we're gonna do this uh, the whole O line." So uh, I was with it from the very jump, and uh, that was something I was probably gonna I was probably gonna take a similar route either way. So. Yeah, I'm very happy we did something like that. And did that feel like, oh yeah, that fits. This this is for 100%. me. 100 percent. Yeah, and they uh, the Medal of Honor re um, recipients. They were actually at our practice one day, and we got to meet them afterwards. So that was that was a huge huge thing for me. That That's was awesome. really cool. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a lot to be learned uh, from the example that Terrence Steele sets and the example that the people in his life have set for him that he's carried forward. Mm -hmm. So uh, we will take a break. And when we come back, if we have anybody in the audience here at Cane Rosso who would like to ask Terrence Steele a question, all you have to do is hold your hand up. Joe Trahan has got the microphone. He'll be coming out to you. Terrence Steele is our guest on the Cowboys Hour. We will have one next week um, across, the, uh, across the little street. It's bigger than an alley and uh, less than a boulevard. Uh, right, right over there at City Works. But tonight, we're at Cane Rosso with Terrence Steele, and we'll be right back.
Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons. Back at Conny Rosso with tackle Terrence Steele here on Victory Monday. <laughs> it's fine. I'll give you guys a B for that one. The last one was better. Cowboys Hour is brought to you by Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, the official pizza of the Dallas Cowboys. I think we're going to take some questions. But real quick, because we were just talking about mm -hmm. the gritty, uh, what did you think of Mike McCarthy's <laughs> dance moves yesterday? Because he explained to us in the, in the yeah. press conference that he said it was a, just a little bit of a tease, yeah. and it was a combination between like a break dance and a gritty. A gritty yeah, There's awesome. no way that was a gritty. Yeah, there was also no way it was a break dance. So this is him excited at the moment just – Whatever his body was feeling at that moment is him probably doing it. So have I thought that was pretty funny. Though. Have you ever seen him act that way? Because no, we never, I've never get that. Seen that. We, uh -huh. we, we get a couple of jokes here and there, but yeah. I was blown away. That was incredible content. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I love that. Love it. What's the loosest you've ever seen him? <sighs> probably that, to be honest. In person, though, mm, I don't know. It's hard to. Put an exact probably the Vikings to be honest. The when I see this him year. the loosest, yeah. And what did he do? I was you just I don't know, he, not much. <laughs> he yeah. didn't dance, clearly. It wouldn't yeah. have been remembered. But you could tell he was happy. Oh yeah, yeah. He okay. was, yeah he <laughs> All right, uh, are you ready? Because I have a feeling you you may not be quite the same after these first <laughs> couple of questioners grill you. Okay, uh, Joe, let's go right over here first. Good evening, Terrence. My Hello. name's Rambo. Nice to meet you, Rambo. Thank you. So every, you know, you guys are playing San Francisco, obviously, this coming Sunday. They're going into the playoffs red hot. Mm -hmm. Every overheated motor needs to cool down. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're going to cool down this Sunday? Do I think the 49ers are going to cool down this Sunday? 100%. Yes, sir. I agree. Yes, sir. Perfect. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> No, there I was didn't no know where hesitation. he was going there with uh, the overheated motor. I, I didn't either, but there was no, no hesitation. No hesitation. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Oh, this could be trouble. <laughs> you already know this, Terrence, but you're one of my favorite players. What would you do if you weren't a football player? Ooh, that's a Ter great Terrence, a great who, who is this grilling junior <laughs> journalist over here? That's uh, Boston. That's my agent's son. But, uh, no, that's a good question, Boston. Um, to be honest... I probably would have followed my stepdad and joined enlisted in the military. So, yeah. Interesting. Can we, can we ask Boston a question? Can, what first of all, why is Boston wearing a Bengals? Yeah, what Joe up with Burrow that, Boston? Hey, he's, 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 he's likes, likes Joe Burrow. I don't know. Okay, Did, shouldn't he shouldn't he be wearing a, a, a '78 Cowboys jersey? <laughs> he's got it. He's just, he wants to rob Burrow today. Okay, and what and what is that? What is that that's happening on top of your head, Boston? <laughs> That's the new look. You don't know about it? I don't, but, you know, we, we look at my age. We love a good bun, Boston. Look at we my love age. a good bun. Well, what would I know about that? It's, it, you look like Bam Bam from the Flintstones right oh, now. I love it. Okay, love Dad it, agrees. Dad agrees. Okay. Oh, can you see around this console here? Uh, yes. Okay. Kind of. Yeah, come on up here so Terrence can see you. Look at all the hairstyles today. I'm loving these. Obsessed with the good. pony. Now we go. Who is your best player? Ooh. My best player. I'll stick with I'll stick with the Cowboys. I'm gonna stick offense. I'm gonna say Zach Martin. Okay, that's a good answer. Yeah. Good now, answer. did you? <laughs> were, I wonder if she also meant 
your favorite player. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so if it wasn't on the okay. Cowboys, who would your favorite player be? Favorite player. Favorite player. I'm not going to go football. I'm going to go just sports in general. Good. I'm going to go with Tim Duncan. Ooh. Tim Duncan. Yes, sir. Well, that's a classy guy. San yeah. Antonio yep. connection there. Yep. Were you in – had you moved to the San Antonio area by the time when, yep. when Robinson was playing? Uh, No. Mm-mm. No, sir. Okay. No, but – I was when TP, Tony, and uh, Manu, the the big three. Yep. Big yes. Three. That's what I grew up on. Okay. How about, you know, you're not exactly short. Yeah. Were you a basketball player? Yeah, I wasn't the best, though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely football was my uh, my go-to. I mean, you had to be pretty good cleaning the glass now. Yeah, I can uh, get some rebounds, but uh, I just wanted to stay outside the arc and shoot threes all the time. So Of course yeah. you did, because <laughs> every, every big guy is a three-point shooter. Yes, sir. Hey, Terrence, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Uh, are you lobbying the coaches more for uh, pass plays with your <laughs> touchdown pass? I was one- uh, wondering about that. Like, uh, yeah. was your heart skipping a few beats when you were that wide open? Man, so that's every lineman's dream, right? <laughs> Been my dream since I ever started playing football. Um, just a score, especially in the NFL, it's just a dream come true. But, yeah, most definitely. We, we, I'm always in coaches' ear to get me more. I always want more. Now, refresh everyone's memory. What game was that, that last was year? The, uh, the uh, commanders um, at home. Yes, sir. And wasn't that supposed to be Connor McGovern's play uh, at first? I don't think so. No, <laughs> look we, at the look. He said it's mine. No, no it's mine. Yep. That was all mine. <laughs> and very sure-handed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. This is your moment. You couldn't fumble couldn't it. Drop it. Couldn't, couldn't drop it. No. Okay. I only get one chance, so I'm going to make the most of it. So far, there's only one chance. Yes, okay. Hello, Terrence. Larry from McKinney. It's a two-part question here. Okay. First part is, uh, did uh, Vanderish ever get a trade with uh, Tom Brady on the jersey? And second part would oh, be, smart. Forgot about as far that. as the team goes, who is musically inclined to pep the team and sing and get everybody going? Okay. This is interesting. Those are yeah. two good, good questions. questions. The first one, good. I don't have the answer for you. Um, I have no idea about that one. That would be pretty cool if you did, though. Um, the second one, I'd have to go with Isaac Alacone. Yeah, he's pretty musically inclined. Um, he can play the guitar. He can uh, sing mariachi. So it's pretty cool to see him. Yeah. Does he break out the guitar on Thursdays ever? We actually did have an O-line dinner. He did break out the guitar, and he had a mariachi band come in, and he was singing, too, along wow. with it. So, yeah, it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty cool experience. Uh, this is outstanding. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe Trahan, do we know if um, – do we know – Joe, do we know if, uh, if Leighton Vander Esch – Tried to do a jersey? No. They Joe. did have a nice embrace after the game. Micah tried, and Micah got Micah got. Well, I can imagine. Okay. He didn't want to give it but to they Micah. But did, they did have a nice meeting. They the did. They had a nice little hug before Tom went in and was talking to Dak. It was very brief, though. I think he wanted to get out of there. Yeah, I think that was clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, late, was, it late, was it just last week that Leighton was on? Was it only last week? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and yes, and Rambo brought a big giant size. Leighton yeah. Vanderesh had in there. I'm a little disappointed you didn't bring a Terrence hat today. Thank you. Just exactly where I was going. <laughs> no giant Terrence Steele head. Um, okay, so um, let's wind the clock ahead uh, just a little bit. Mm. The hopefully the season is going to last uh, three, four more weeks, one way or the other. You are in your rehab program. Mm-hmm. So what what lies ahead in the next two months? Two months. Um, 
really just you know walking on my own without crutches, without a crutch, not crutches, a crutch. Uh, that um, you know just keeping the activation in my quads, you know, uh, going, uh, just, you know, building muscle. Um, really just trying to progress as much as I can without you know pushing it too hard. So I said two months because. It's usually in mid to late March that the off-season program starts, the conditioning program, mm -hmm. right? You can get in the weight room. Yeah. So how close will you be to that? When when will you be able to get in there? Uh, I'm already in the weight room now. Um, nothing lower body-wise, obviously, just upper body. Um, I don't know the exact timeline, but I know I'm not too far off from anything lower body in the weight room. Um, probably around that time is pretty accurate, but um, I don't have an exact you know, timeline. So. I wanted to ask you real quick, because we were talking about it earlier, uh, what stood out to you the most about the offensive line mm. in Monday's game? Was there, you know, something that you keyed in on that you were like, wow, that was really impressive? Or, or maybe just in this stretch since you've been out, what have you seen? Yeah, uh, there was a play I remember um, me and Zach were talking about it uh, earlier today. It was on the goal line. It was, uh, it was like a, what do we call it? It's like a power um, to Tyler Smith's side. He was blocking down. Um, and he, he was working up to the backer, and he, you know, kind of just threw him to the ground. So, like, okay. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Was it Devin White? <laughs> yes. yes I saw that play on yeah. replay. That's that's like. That's the kind of stuff uh, I like to see right there. That's so. like a high number one pick. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the best linebackers in the business. Mm -hmm. And Tyler Smith put him on the ground yep. on the second level. Yep. yep. That's the stuff you love to see right there. So, yeah, that was a that was a, you know, a good moment for me last All night. All right. So, when everyone's healthy mm -hmm. and in the flow and the continuity's going. Mm -hmm. Who's got a nastier streak, you or Tyler Smith? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with myself, but <laughs> Tyler definitely has a nasty streak too. So um, that's something I love to see over there on the left side. So yeah. And and how about how about the bonding between the two? He had so much thrown at him mm -hmm. when yeah. he came in. You know, left side, right side, guard, yep. tackle. Uh, yep. But now you know, I think people are looking and seeing the two of you as the bookend tackles yeah. here for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me, me and him got lockers right next to each other in the locker room. So, um, you know, just from the very first day he came in, you know, I told him, whatever you need, you know, don't be afraid to ask me. Um, whatever I see from you, uh, I'll just tell you, like, if I see something that needs to be corrected on, I'll let him know. And I'm, I'm not afraid to speak up or whatever. So, um, and then Tyler, he's just a hardworking guy. So, um, you know, he came in um, under fire, kind of like I was my first season. Um, and he handled it very maturely. Uh, Worked his butt off, and yeah, he's, do, he's doing pretty good now. So, does it feel funny to be now offering tips to the young guys since you've been here like for about ten minutes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah, it has been a little weird, but um, you know, I'm never afraid to you know spread knowledge to whoever needs it. So, so you said earlier, I don't know if we were on the air or off the air, but you you are. Not just confident, you're planning on being back for training camp. Oh, 100%, yeah. Uh, before that, will you be will you be in OTAs, do you think? Um, or is that pushing it a little? That's up to the trainers to decide. Um, if it was up to me, I'd want to be, yes. But um, that's up to them. Uh, but, yeah, I'll be ready for the season for sure. Have you had to do anything with Britt Brown? On the cords and in the not last yet. couple of years? Uh, no. Except I've not never. yet. <laughs> I've, I've, heard, I've heard it said that you'd rather play <laughs> the hardest game of your life than work with Britt Brown. Yeah. I've I also heard it. that as well. I but, can see it. Um, no, my time's coming, though. I, I haven't been on the, the cords with him, but it's coming. Your time is here. Tyler Smith. Uh, Tyler Smith. Listen, I'm thinking about <laughs> Tyler Smith. <laughs> Terrence.
Steele. Steele. Terrence Steele. Tyler Smith, Terrence Steele. <laughs> we'll clap for Tyler, too. I'm really tired. I was on the airplane. <laughs> Terrence, thank you. Haley, yes, thank you. Thanks to all of you. We'll see you next Monday across the street. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!